Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Just Go Love Yourself podcast with your host, Amanda Garrett. I am here today with Dr. Larissa Shevchuk. She has 20 years experience in the healthcare as a nurse and chiropractor focusing on holistic approach uh, to health and aging well. Growth mindset and community building is her passion and her purpose. Let me tell you, it really is. Longevity and quality of life depend deeply on interpersonal connections. How we relate to others based on how we relate to ourselves is first and foremost everything. Virtues such as courage can only be explored and felt in the community, which means that we can't feel courageous alone. Dr. Larissa focuses on raising awareness of our patterns and how we relate to others in situations to elevate in love and peace, oh, practicing peace in our own communities to create a ripple effect in the world. Gooseys, all the gooseys. Dr. Luler says variety has a variety of experiences and they include, oh my goodness, investing in real estate starting at age 22, moving from Vancouver to Toronto to change careers, opening a health clinic and growing it to a team of 10 and a half million in billings and serving over a thousand patients during that time. Currently, Dr. Larissa is a mother of two beautiful children, which made her rethink her priorities and close that clinic. She now works part-time in an amazing practice, treating humans and animals, which is fantastic, has a home practice and leads workshops, as well as a monthly membership experience on nervous system regulation. Dr. Larissa is here gifting her time and her unique skills and talents to be a guest speaker so that we can talk all about nervous system regulation. Hello, Larissa. How are you? Hello. Hello. It's so good to be with you. I'm letting my 16-year-old dog out for a pee because it's <laughs> the time <laughs> as we go live and recording and it's life, you know? It, it is. Took- That's okay. Something for you and I to show up. This was like weeks in the making. It did months. Oh my goodness. And we've rescheduling. Yes. We've been talking about this for a long time and uh, we had to reschedule, but then, you know, divine timing brings you exactly where you are meant to be and when it's meant to happen. So this is it. And, and it. then your dog had to pee and that's okay. Yes. <laughs> and he's out. He is a low rider. So he might ask to be let in. And I'll go help him. He has no a bit of problem difficult time going up the stairs. And that's something that happens as we age. You know, yes. we get sometimes stiffer and less mobile. And I'm passionate about helping people age well. Yes. And live are. well. Yes. Yes. All right. I do have some slides with us. Who likes slides? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so excited to have you share these. Now to all of those who are just on the audio recording, obviously you won't be able to see these, uh, but if you join the stress management program, you can, these get popped into that program and all clients get to see the videos. So let's get started. And you will not miss a thing. Even if you're listening, it's going to be all perfect. 
So today we are going to talk about nervous system regulation, and you might have heard this term, you might not, we're going to get into it. Uh, something that a unique gift that I have and a talent is to give a new perspective on things and help us see things from a different angle. So that's what we're going to do. Who I am now, I am a chiropractor and a somatic healer. And yes, I did do a lot of things in my life. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Those of you who follow astrology and Capricorns are overachievers. <laughs> so I've been interested in brain hacks because I wanted to do so much in my life. So I started to study early on how to be like the most productive possible in our, in our lives. And it all led to taking care of our body really well. We live in a world where we create a lot with our thoughts and our mind and we go to work, we work on a computer, we talk with our voices and sometimes we neglect our bodies unless we're an athlete or a dancer, unless our bodies directly contribute to us making a difference or earning income. Many of us neglect our bodies in some form or shape. And trauma also could do that. Trauma helps um, helps us dissociate certain parts of our experiences. So somatic healing has been um, on the forefront in the last few years. And this comes from medical Harvard School where they're saying that what somatic healing is, is treatment of the body and how emotions relate in that body. So the experience that could have happened years ago or even recently, they still live in our body and they affect our nervous system. And that's why we're feeling tired or not motivated. Um, it's not the lack of willpower where we can't achieve something that we're set out. It's faulty programming in our body. So it's not our fault at all. And there's ways to reprogram. There's ways to reprogram. That's why we had stress management being taught for the last 30, 40 years in the medical world. Uh, we used to teach stress management to people who had heart attacks. So after somebody had a heart attack, they had either medications or surgery or procedure, and then it was followed up with stress management because we knew that it's the lifestyle that got us there. So how can we make it better? Why is it that within this age of information, we're not healthier? We seem to be more stressed and more disconnected and more dysregulated. And we have like disasters happening in the world, which doesn't help us also to regulate or thrive. And there's ways to make a difference to start with us. So there's few um, somatic ways to heal, like, and it includes touch, tension release, hypnosis, breath work, dance journaling, writing down, shaking. There's like so, so many ways to do it. It's about finding our own algorithm. And again, from Harvard Medical School website, if you Google it, uh, somatic healing, Harvard Medical School comes up in the top searches. And they're saying that addressing our bodies has effect on PTSD and complicated grief, depression, anxiety, trust and intimacy issues, self-esteem problems. This is all taken from the Harvard Medical website. Such big 
promises with somatic healing. So why aren't we hearing more about it? And what is somatic healing? What is nervous system regulation? Which those are tied together. So somatic healing would be relating to this um, meat suit that we're wearing. And how we have access to it is through our nervous system. So something we're going to experience right now is we're going to experience same input. So we're going to listen to a song together for a portion of a song and see how our experiences might be different or similar and what neurochemistry is going to flow through our bodies. So I'm going to play a song for us. Stop, share. Can I do that? Oh, my goodness gracious. Navigating the buttons. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how I got in here and how I get out of it. <laughs> like, which buttons do I press? I'm pressing escape. Do you want to stop sharing this? Yeah. Right now? Which yes. That's what I want to do. And I'm having a hard time like pressing. I can stop for you and then you can do, do your that. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you for, you know, we need to, we need work together. That's it. Work together. Exactly. exactly. It's all good. It's all good. All right. So let's do share screen again. And now we're going to go to make sure we have share sound. We do. I want to say it's here. Let's see if we can find it here. The YouTube. Now everyone can see all the, the new one. The new one. Yeah. Is it showing? Am yep. I on the right screen? Beautiful. Yep, you're good. I'm going to make it big and I'm going to play it. All of a sudden. Good. I'm going to groove a little bit. So groove with us a little bit. Take your shoulders. All right. Love it. Dancing <laughs> is so, so important in our lives. And I feel like we do so little of it. Whenever I lead workshops, we start with dancing. And I like shocking so people. Good. <laughs> I ask people, you go to a lot of meetings where there's dancing and they say no. And I'm like, I'm so glad that <laughs> we got to dance together. Okay, we're going to go back to share screen. We're going to go in here. We don't really need the sound anymore, but we are good. And now I'm going to make it bigger and are you seeing the slides? Yes, perfect. Amazing. All right, so Amanda, what was your experience hearing the song? What did it invocate in you? Uh, you I felt I felt joy. <clears throat> I I always I'm a I'm a mover. So anytime there's music on, it makes me want to move my body. I get excited and doing it with you, I felt the energy of that. So it was really beautiful. <clears throat> I love that. I find when I play this song with humans, most people tell me that they feel joy and they feel uplifted hearing to the song. So that's such a neat association. And I want to point out, I'm helping out Mr. Austin back in the house. Okay. Good. My son is home as well. So this is working with uh, kids at home day. <laughs> Oh, All right, Mr. Dean, I'm going to focus on this, okay? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
my apologies that my dog is barking. Those right. of you who speak dog language, let me know what he's saying. <laughs> In the comments, I would like to know. He usually asks for food. Lots and lots of food. We could have same input, meaning we can all listen to the same song and have a different experience of it. Mostly, I have been hearing people say they feel a lot of joy and upliftment when listening to the song. And it, the song is jovial. It, it is uplifting. When I did read the lyrics, there's interesting lyrics towards the end where, you know, he's professing his love for this girl and saying it's easy as A, B, C, one, two, three. And then he says, sit down, girl. Get up, girl. Dance, girl. And I'm like, mm, I'm feeling a little bit triggered by these words, <laughs> you know? And I know the overall, like, it's such an uplifting song. And the reason I played it is because we are going to talk about formula A, B, C, one, two, three. I want to make things super duper simple because what we find in practice, you know, we tell people to exercise and stretch and eat healthy and we don't do it, including myself, like only 80 to 90%, um, 80 to 90 percent of people do not stretch or exercise in North America. So only 10 to 20 percent of us do these healthy things for our bodies. And. I'm someone who's committed to make a difference. When I was working as a nurse in the hospitals, I, I worked in Vancouver, BC. I was ICU nurse, medical surgical nurse, cardiac nurse. It was blowing my mind how brilliant we are as human beings and how we have this life-saving machinery. You know, we have ventilator that could breathe for us. We have all these drugs infusing into us that help us beat the heart at a certain rate and control our functions. So we're so amazing at these heroic solutions, but we do it so late. We do it when people are 50 or 60 and we're pouring so much money. And then we release them. Like a medical ICU had a 50% chance that somebody would get better and go home. So 50% would not make it after mm -hmm. arriving to ICU. Those who do make it, they're released back in the same lifestyle. And it was sad and it was disheartening. And I thought, I wanna make a difference early. I wanna make a difference when people are 20 or 30 so they can have a healthy life. And that's what made me leave nursing and go into chiropractic uh, because it affects our nervous systems. And as we know, like stress and modern days of living is what really, really having an effect on our bodies. So how can we make that difference? That's why I made it so simple, ABC. And the formula stands for awareness, breathing, curiosity. I love that. Triangle is one of the most stable shapes in geometry. I don't know if you knew that, Amanda. Yes, it's very, yeah. yeah. Like we think that maybe a square would be the most stable, but it's actually a triangle, the three sides. And that's why I like rooting in three. And we have rooting in three with religion, you know, the triology of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We have it with body, mind, soul. And that's why I like to make it threes. And when I recommend to people is to have at least three people on their team, on their health team. Mm. So if someone wants to make illicit change with their health, to find at least three people who could support them. And that could be a talk therapy person. It could be a massage therapist. It could be a personal trainer. It could be a neighbor who you do daily walks with. Yeah. But it's someone else who is contributing to you and you're like, they're on my team. I want to ensure my walks and I'm walking with someone. 
and you know if we have benefits if we have disposable income to invest in ourselves um so that's why the three is so so powerful awareness is number one we know that if we want to elicit change first we need to be aware i find the interesting thing when we have awareness it's so uncomfortable that we don't want to sit with it so mm -hmm. we numb. and as human beings we all numb, and it's a it's a phenomenon that we all do it's just to what degree that's why awareness is so important as well not to shame it not to feel guilty because we can numb in ways of you know scrolling through a social media being on netflix eating food what else could we do what are the examples alcohol, alcohol, alcohol is a big one correct correct very big ones yeah and when we numb uncomfortable feelings and renee brown talks about that we also numb pleasurable feelings and that's why it's so important to feel the feelings. And like, so, you know, I have clients who are saying, like I have male clients who are showing up in my practice and saying, I'm ready to do shadow work. And I'm like, wow, what is shadow work? Like, please tell me, cause I'm so curious, you know, like people like how these terms are becoming like mainstream, mm -hmm. you know? yeah. which is so lovely, like so lovely. And having men show up in practice who say, I have anger and I see it spilling out of me. And now I see being responsive versus reactive and asked, like, how do you see it? And the client today said, um, well, the traffic, I don't go into road rage anymore. Like I used to. And I'm like, wow, that's like, big, that's incredible. And this is session number five, like, our, like working with our nervous systems is just like astonishing how we can process emotions and traumas. So I wanted just to make a point that even if a song is jovial or even if an experience is jovial, for example, meeting with our families for Thanksgiving or Christmas, we might think, oh, it should be a pleasant time, but it could really evoke all kinds of emotions. And to be okay with that wholeness, that wheel of all emotions. Mm -hmm. So Amanda, I would like to um, play a game with you. I'm going to pick a letter here. Okay. Okay. And the letter I picked is O. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to think of three feelings or sensations. Let's start with O. Oh, my gosh. I know. That was a hard one. <laughs> Not an easy one, is it? No. Um, I, I'm getting like that? outer. I'm getting like outer, outer body experience. Um, I love it right like that just really came in uh what else orgasmic came to me or yeah that's <laughs> yep that's <laughs> for sure yeah oh oblivious. Uh, oh um did you say oblivious yeah okay because I thought that word too and I was like I don't know if that makes sense it's a good yeah. word right yeah because yeah, yeah. like, do, did you want to have make sure you have a good word like positive word yeah yeah that's it's like so what you're searching for right yeah you like don't we, we seem that to think that if the word is good then it's good like it's right much better but like all of them exist you know and being okay with naming the feelings yeah there was a point in my life where I said um I want to live my life in an orgasmic way meaning mm. I'm looking forward to it um, food is orgasmic, like sheets are orgasmic, just like really like sensual, pleasurable way, not just tying it to 
like an intimacy and yeah lovemaking but like so many things could be orgasmic that's true i think it's kind of neat uh there i mean there's a lot of theories out there to like follow your bliss like steep into your pleasure and there is science behind it for sure yeah what i wanted to share let's see the next slide oh perfect we're at a perfect place so amanda you're gonna be since you participant here if you could rate your tension from zero to ten what number would you give it uh tension 10 being the like a Okay, so I would say right now my tension um feels about a six. Okay. So we, we just had a, a slight difficulty there, <laughs> technological wise. Yeah. Thank you for rating it. Um let's play this. You did introduce me and I had like a little pictorial here about who I am as well. So I'm a mom of two kiddos who I love very, very much. That's why they're on a slide so much. And I was a nurse before and I work with dogs and I work with humans. I love leading workshops and I dip in the lake uh, and minus 15 is my cutoff. So here I am in the middle of the winter. Uh, it's snow outside and outside Toronto. And I do it to reset my nervous system because life is not easy. Even, you know, information is one thing, applying it is another thing. So one of the ways I take care of my body is I plunge in the cold, I be with the sensations and it's giving me strength that I can do it. I can leave, I can leave the life I desire, even if it's, you know, sometimes technical difficulties or interruptions or kids are home from school. Yeah. And I'm making it as easy as ABC. And we want to play and feel and mold and co-create with, with this formula. So right now I would like us to go through a meditation of breathing. It's one skill that we do for the rest of our lives. We're born and we breathe until we're not alive anymore. And being alive means that we are experiencing life through five senses. And breathing is one of the best ways to access our somatic body, access our meat suit, our skeleton. So my invitation is, as you start inhaling, notice the air arriving at your nostrils, going through your nostrils, filling up your lungs, and fill up your body a little bit more with air, um, all the way to your fingertips and all the way to your toes. And allow yourself to take shape as you breathe. And of course, exhale. And start to slow down your breathing and start to inhale to all the body parts, all the way into your head, all the way into your shoulders, mm -hmm. into your pelvis, into your knees, into your ankles, and all the way to your toenails, and maybe even to the tips of your hair. So I like inviting people to activate different parts of the brain and think unusual thoughts around our health and body. Just like Dr. Seuss said, have you thought impossible things before breakfast? And uh, it's one of my favorite, excuse me, one of my favorite things to remind people to think about like unusual things and activate different parts of the brain because it starts to calm us down and create new neuronal connections and connect parts of the brain.
the trauma healing is connecting all of our brain versus having parts that our memories are sealed off or shut off. Mm -hmm. So this is one way to access it. And I invite you to bring curiosity as well as your breathing, because you might notice tension somewhere. And as you notice that tension, uh, when we start looking, we start noticing, which is an interesting thing. And maybe that's why we don't want to look sometimes because we don't want to uncover things. But as you're breathing, uh, get curious with your body. And if you feel tension anywhere in your body, release it with your breath. Bring a little bit of ease with your breath as much as you can. Maybe you're not going to be able to release it fully. And with each breath, bring a little bit more ease into it. Allow the ligaments to relax. Allow the joints to open up a little more. Allow the muscles to soften a little bit more. And please know that with each breath, you are bringing oxygenated blood to the area. So with breath alone, you can direct energy, you can direct healing. You are bringing awareness. It's like the computer system is being turned on. So if you feel it in your, is there anywhere you feel, Amanda, right now, tension in your body personally? Um, my jaw. Jaw. Beautiful. As you're thinking of your jaw and bringing relaxation to your jaw, it's the connections are firing between brain and the body and they're getting strengthened. And you are writing an algorithm when you're saying, oh, let the, the, the jaw melt. Seeing where your tongue is resting, a good place to rest our tongue is behind our front teeth on the roof of the mouth. It creates an, an, an electrical circuit in our body where the tongue is grounded and then the jaw can relax a little more. Another uh, trick with the jaw is to breathe into the pelvis because pelvis and jaw are connected as well oh or sing or hum is also another one mm -hmm. and we talk a lot during the day these studies find that we don't laugh as much as children do and laughter is such an amazing amazing healing tool for us as well all right <clears throat> I feel like I have a tickle in my throat and I don't know how to mute myself. <clears throat> I'm going to tickle my throat myself <clears throat> like that. All right. So ABC triangle, again, to remember the threes. I want to talk a little bit the computer system, the nervous system that we have in our bodies. We literally have only two modes in our bodies. We either in the sympathetic or a parasympathetic state. And parasympathetic would be all is well, tank is full, we're in optimal functional function space. So it's smooth sailing, or we anchored and the, the waters are calm around us, or um, the trees, um, they communicate together and work as a, as a team. So there's smooth communication, there's teamwork in our bodies. The sympathetic would be the red zone, the empty battery, the running on fumes, uh, the overworked, the flight, freeze, fawn, or flight, fight, freeze, fawn. So the triple F, all the F words are there. And we literally can be in one or the other. Even when we're sleeping, we could be in one or the other. So if our day was filled with high tension and high stress, then even when we're sleeping, our body is in that sympathetic drive. So we're not rejuvenating, we're not resting. The body thinks it needs to be on high alert. So it's important for us to recognize those states. 
And that's why I asked you to rate your tension because the more stress we experience, the more tension we experience, like the tightness, the crunchiness, the like, you know, things to do versus the ease and flow and being with it. And it's important to recognize these two and float in between. Sometimes we sympathetic is okay. For example, if we're finishing slides for a presentation, you know, or um, getting ready for a birthday party and then getting all the details. So there's a little bit of that like adrenaline, a little bit of stress, and we're creating with it. But it's not sustainable long term. In modern world, there's so many stressors on us all around us that many of us are in sympathetic um, stress mode. The survival, the overdrive, the worry, the fear, turning the news on, you know, there's more fear, more things to worry about. And it is a perfectly normal state to be in, to worry, because we actually programmed to do that to survive. So our brain will think of possible scenarios of what could go wrong so we could survive. So when we find ourselves in the fear, worry, it's okay and it's not your fault. And we can shift. We can thank our brain. Thank you so much for these possible scenarios. Now we can de deconstruct and see, is it true? Mm. Is it likely? You know, because maybe, you know, if we're thinking like, well, my roof leak and it's been 25 years and it's time to replace the roof, maybe it is time to start looking into it, you know, and not lay awake and worry about it at night. Yeah. So we can take some actions around it and we will take better actions and make optimal decisions if we, we are in the green zone. And there could be a lot of factors happening, like this example of a roof, for example, and I have a client who it's been 25 years, the roof has been leaking and she just retired. She is living in credit and she is worried how she gonna come up with the money and how she gonna do it. So it makes sense that the worry is there, the concern is there. Now we want to learn how can we calm our body down so we can make optimal decisions. Because if we are stuck in that red state of worry, stress, flight, fight, freeze, fawn, we're not going to make optimal decisions. So the, the, the skill here is how to bring our system back down. If we don't bring our system back down, you might have heard this expression of flipping the lid. And it was Dan Siegel who coined that term, point is an interesting word, but made a term. And it's when somebody gets triggered and they just lose their mind or they just go off. And like, we've done that, you know? So it's called flipping the lid because frontal cortex is all the mature brain where we can make optimal decisions. But when we're in survival, we're in our limbic brain and survival brain, reptilian brain, which is basic survival. And we don't make optimal decisions when we're in that state. That's why there is road rage or that's why there's people yelling at each other where nobody wakes up in the morning and says, let me go yell at some people or let me cut people off in traffic and, you know, give them a bird. But it's the result of all the triggers that are coming at us and inability to process it. So we're going to learn how to do that. One of the simplest ways to do it is to breathe. Because when we start breathing consciously, we are activating our five senses. We're starting to notice the coolness of the air, you know, um, what else of the sensory? Noticing our mouth, like, is it time to have a drink? Yeah. 
or how does my tea taste? Um, and, and of course, breathing all along with that. So I like people to come back into the five senses. What can I hear around me right now? You know, are there natural sounds? Is there some humming in the house? Is there some construction outside? So we, by doing that, we activating different parts of the brain. So we're starting to give our brain a shower. We're starting to cleanse it by cycling through these programs. And we're descending into the physical body. We, we start to go away from that survival Olympic mode. We start to descend into the physical body and start nourishing it and giving our brain a break. And we can access wisdom. Our bodies are an incredible tool. And you probably can relate, Amanda, that sometimes you hear something and you get goosebumps in your body. Is that something you felt? Yes. Or sometimes you just like, you just have a knowing in your body that you got to go to the store. Like what I was one day stressing out about renewing passports and I was going to go to a new location because it's closer after we moved. And then I gave it a thought. I'm like, no, Larissa, drive to your North York location because you renewed your passports there like multiple times. You know it. Like, don't go somewhere new since it's giving you anxiety. Um, and when I was, and I, I was like, yeah, that's a smart decision. So I drove there. And it's because I'm trained to start to recognize my own anxiety and not push through, but being like, wait a minute, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to come down. And then I was able to make a better choice for me. And as I'm there, I have this like voice in my head saying, go to winners, go to winners. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to winners. I go to winners. And that was last fall. And there's, I just, I walk through it. I'm like, I don't even know. Oh, I should get my kids mittens. And I just see the perfect mittens. My daughter loves cats. And there's this pink mittens that are like little kitty cats. And I pick up mittens for my son. And then like the next two days, it starts to snow. And I'm like, I'm so happy that I listened to this like inner voice to go to winners and pick up these things. So that's what I mean by accessing wisdom. We can hear communication from unseen forces from our guides, from our spirit guides, from our angels, we can receive that information better because our channel is clear, if that makes sense. Oh, 1000% makes sense. I'm it's so like the, the binging, right? That blocks us. So it's so good to pay attention and be self-awareness is huge for your anxieties and all of that. It's I, I love that story. That's beautiful. I'm so happy because we so easily could be numbing and right and avoiding. And, you know, I put my hand up because I do that too. Yeah. And yeah. Breath is one of the easiest ways to come back. I really like this quote by Mother Teresa, who says, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Because peace starts at home. It starts how we treat each other. Now that we did a little bit of breathing, Amanda, what would you check your tension? What, what number would you give it? I'd say a four now. So it's gone mm -hmm. two notches down. Nice. So do you feel a little bit of lightness in your body? A little bit of I ease? I do. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Okay. This is, um, I led this to a group of people and the examples where to ask, like, you know, where did you feel like you were in the red zone today versus in the green zone? Is that, can you think about today, Amanda, for you, an example where you were like totally in the green, everything just flowed? Um, 
this morning with getting my son ready for school and then going for my morning walk and having my breakfast and everything was moving really well. Yeah. Beautiful. Any examples of red zone today? Uh, well, I, I was working on a dress and, um, sometimes the lining, it, it doesn't work very well. And I got a hole and I was like, oh, dang it. So I had to like, calm myself down and <laughs> but it, I, I could feel the anxiety being like no it has to be perfect because yes. for my clients I want things to of be course. perfect right of and I, I mean I fixed it can't see anything um but you know things happen and then with our technical difficulty as well just like feeling that like oh okay <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Out, yeah. right? yes and that's the thing about life we guaranteed red zones and we guaranteed green zones we guaranteed bad times we guaranteed good times and whenever we're going through challenging time to hold in mind that a good time is coming like it's just there's dips and there's highs and one of my favorite things to do for people is to remind them to train our ability to self-regulate daily like those check-ins daily how is my breathing and give ourselves that extra breath conscious breath uh, focusing on our five senses as a practice not wait till we're in a stressful situation but just daily yeah. seeping into that and that increases our pleasure because then the way we're going to enjoy a tea or a cup of coffee or a meal is going to be so much heightened where we're going to, mm, let me actually taste all of this. How does it smell? Because sometimes we just want to get through the things because we're being a human doing versus yeah. a human being. Yes. I so here's that. my invitation to be a human being. So this is where, where all examples of a central nervous system, which receives process and responds to sensory information, respond versus react. Mm -hmm. And when we do react, it's not our fault. It's the programming that's been instilled in, in us um, from zero to seven years old from our caregivers and the world around us, which you call certain ways to react and be. And I want to share a story, um, a study that's been done on rats. They were given the scent of cherry blossoms and then their feet were poked um, and disturbed. Three generations down, the baby rats, whenever they would give them the scent of cherry blossoms, they would have a stress response. So that was carried through DNA, through their genes, because rats cannot tell a story of, you know, this oppression. It's literally carried on in the genes. So when we have reactions to certain things, we don't know what ancestors, like some of us know what our ancestors have gone through. And people have gone through a lot of suffering. We continue as humanity to go through a lot of suffering. So we have that in our psyche written in. And it's not our fault. However, we are able to be aware of it and rewrite the story. And here we are doing it. Like we're doing that right now as we speak. Uh, another reminder that words are only 7%. The tone of voice and body movements is the bulk of how we receive information. So we can we cannot control how people deliver information. However, we can control our own body movements and our own voice to neutralize the situation, for example. If we see that there is a reactiveness going on around us. So we can do that with our children. 
We can slow down the conversation, slow down our voice. I like coming on their level and saying like, let me give you a hug, let's connect. You know, and I remind myself, my, my kids are going through a hard time. They're not giving me hard time. Yeah. And sometimes I forget too, but what? it gets, you know, these reminders as well that like we're all doing our best in the moment. We have all these systems in our body. We have respiratory system. We have a reproductive system, musculoskeletal, nervous, immune system. So a lot of systems working together. And when we are under a lot of stress for a long time, the energy is being diverted away from immune system, from digestive system, from reproductive system. So people would have a harder time conceiving or having their hormones balanced. Uh, people be more prone to getting sick. Like stress puts a lot of, it's it's very taxing on energy. So for example, runners who would run for, I forget, is it an hour? But in the ex extraneous workout, there's a higher chance for an athlete to get unwell because it actually took so much energy and depletion. That's why we do need to rest. So this is a reminder that we do have to um, self-care. Like you said, go love yourself. It's your program. Yes. So, so vital. Because otherwise we're walking around like a bomb waiting to explode. You know? Yeah. And I know that it's like, it's all about, we think it's about the doing. We often think it's about the what and the how. And here I am to remind us that it's the who, like who are we being when we're going grocery shopping? Who are we being when we're logging on to a computer meeting? Who are we being when we're kissing our children goodnight? Mm -hmm. And that's what nervous system regulation is, is that awareness, that breathing and curiosity, because it's easy for us to go judge ourselves. And my invitation is let's be curious. And one of my favorite mantras are, that's interesting. So no matter what's happening, I would respond to a friend in a text or to my kids. I'm like, that's interesting because it brings neutrality. Yeah. I can be curious about it versus having a judgment on it. Mm -hmm. And everything that is happening in the world, it's so multifactorial. So I feel like we cannot even pinpoint, you know, like, and I really don't like going to that blame game. It's your fault or, you know, it's more like the situation is the situation. Let's look at the situation. And like, what can we, how can we create from here? And the typical, I feel like nervous system regulation probably been like, please calm down. Everybody remain calm, mm -hmm. you know? And the system, nervous system regulation is not about us telling other people what to do. It's about us bringing ourselves to neutrality. And then that starts to affect other people around us. <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm hoping that this, um, clarifies a little bit of what nervous system regulation is yeah i think this again, is reminder is to steep into our senses i'm gonna touch a little bit on touch and i'm gonna invite us to do a little bit of havening where you rub your forearms gently and smoothly and it feels very very soothing and it's called havening and it's accessible to us anytime you know, we can be in a meeting, we can give yourself a rub, we can even do the fingertips and really feel the sensation and pleasure of touching your fingertips. You know, do we like a little bit more pressure, a little bit lighter, 
really steeping into the all is well in this moment. And I know in certain parts of the world, it is not all is well. And in this moment right now, for the next foreseeable little future, am I okay? Am I safe? So the more we can anchor in I am safe in this moment, the more optimal decisions we can make for ourselves. All right. To conclude, to conclude this, I want to do a very neat exercise, Amanda, where if you could invite two people, dead or alive, to a magical dinner that you can serve the most delicious, healthiest food ever with a beautiful view, who would these two people be? Oh, goodness. <laughs> and those of well, you listening, I want you to think about that as well. Who would you invite? My first thought was Marilyn Monroe because I love her and I think she was such a powerful, fantastic woman. Um, despite what anybody else knows about her, she had a very hard life. Um, but she was is remembered forever, and that's all she wanted to ever be. So I'd love to talk to her. Um, and who else? Oh, so many to choose from. I know, I know. And don't worry, you can have another dinner and invite all of them. This okay. is like well, one dinner. I, I'm also going to say Chris Pratt because I like him a lot. And, um, he it's actors actors are interesting i find and uh yeah or julia roberts yeah there's just so many <laughs> okay so uh tell do me marilyn and julia let's do okay, marilyn, and julia. marilyn and julia yeah. and yeah. tell me a little bit more about their characteristics what do you really admire about them um they're they're very strong women strong women and, adversity yeah. overcoming yeah. it yeah beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. um okay so the reason i do this exercise is to help us identify our highest values mm. and usually when we invite someone for dinner and we want to know more about them it's because we enjoy those high values of being resourceful of being even though we went through hardships still have a lot of strength mm. when we admire that in someone else these are our high values and this is the reason why we here on planet earth so you hear Amanda to develop or to practice, to master being strong, being resourceful, despite going through hardships, persevering. And I like to point that out to people because when we are faced with difficult situations, when we know our highest values, then it's easier to approach it because of course we'll be presented with challenges if we wanted to be more resourceful, if we wanted to be strong, and be above the hardships. So I hope that gives you grounding and strength to think about people we admire, to think about people we like, to identify what is it that we like about them and to, to be present that this is what we want as well. And we're practicing it and we get to be that. Yeah, and that makes so much sense for me. So then does it make it to see your journey a little bit differently? Yeah, it gave me a little bit more like, oh, ease, you know, like I get I feel to practice my skill, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's 
I like that. That's cool. I'm so, I'm so glad. Well, to conclude, I would say that it was very neat that you and I both brought a crystal. Yes, our crystal. Beautiful, beautiful crystals. Mine is a rose quartz, a raw rose quartz, and that's a healing stone. Um, I also brought essential oils to ground in my senses. <clears throat> I also I brought my my lavender heart. It, it smells like lavender. Amazing, amazing. And I brought a sound maker as well. I like your frog too. You have a frog, right? I do. I do have a frog. I love frog. that. The wooden yeah. frog. And I use that, that was frog. when you did that, that like um because Loresta and I are friends and we yes. have spent time together and when she did that around me I, I felt it in my heart like the vibrations right yeah, yeah yeah so cool yeah. I love it thank you so much Larissa mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for you to be here and that we finally were able to do this uh where can everybody find you where do you hang out the most amazing Instagram is where I hang out the most at Dr. Larissa that life and Amanda will pop it in as well yeah, so send me DM follow me let's connect yes yeah, if you have any questions, Dr. Larissa is your go-to for the nervous system regulation, for sure. Mm. Thank you again, Thank Larissa. Thank you so much, Amanda, for what you do in the world. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for you as well. And we will chat soon. Yes. yes Thank yes. you again for being a part of the Just Go Love Yourself podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. Let us know in the comments if you have any incredible takeaways we would love to hear. Otherwise, reach out. We love you. Bye-bye.